Hello and welcome to episode 146 of The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Rich P. We're girls and we nerd out. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com, and we wish you would. Um, we also have a website, sometimes updated, and we are also available as part of the Word to Your Mama podcast network. You can learn and follow more about Word to Your Mama at W-T-Y-M-A-M-A. Word to your mama. Correct. Correct. You know, how have you been, T.I.? I mean, we we weren't Good. we weren't able to make it a June situation. Uh, no. Well, I mean, first and most important, happy America's birthday. Boom. Happy America's birthday. Happy America's birthday. Yeah. Happy belated America's birthday to everybody else who is um, listening to this after the fact. <laughs> Um, things have been good here. I am, um, so busy with work. So busy with work. So, um, that really, I mean, you know, I don't want to say it sucks because, you know, it's like one of those mixed blessing kind of deals, but you know, happy I have a job, happy I have a job. I usually like quite a bit. Um, bummer that it takes so many hours to do it. So yeah, apart from that, things are pretty good. You know, it's summer. It's like in Northeastern Oregon. I spent a ton of time in like April and May getting my garden ready Mm -hmm. because as you know, I'm a gardening nerd. So um, now it's like, now you get your sort of, it's like the handshake. I'm in the handshake time where it's like, you're done putting stuff in. And now you just take care of the stuff that's there. And that's nice because the putting stuff in is like back-breaking, absolute mega labor. Wow. And then, and like, you're just, like, I would be so wrecked on Sunday nights and Mondays from spending a weekend working in the garden. And so now you just, like, today I was like, oh, I should put my tomatoes in tomato cages. Done in 20 minutes. Oh, wow. And, And like, oh, I should water things. okay done yeah now it's like now's the fun pastoral part but yeah the other the part before that is like the backbreaking labor so july what what what's the weather like in oregon right now um it was like a week ago it got down to 32 degrees oh yeah um at night uh and people who lived like up in the mountains at all they like because we're kind of on the floor of a valley and if you went up into the mountains at all like all your stuff froze so that sucks Ooh. Ooh. um today it looks like our high is going to be 81 Ooh. and all week it's kind of the low of 81 81 during the day high of 89 during the day and at night it's in the mid 50s shit what a what a drastic change yeah so uh layers we're talking layers layers. (laughs) it's layers upon layers here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh yesterday uh the day before yesterday we drove to bend oregon which just for those of you who've never been maybe to oregon or whatever like bend oregon is so adorable really they have enough people who've moved there just go to visit um and we went and we saw a concert we saw jason isbell um which was Oh, so good. I, we have told you about him before. He's like, um, it was funny, probably like a year ago, Ted was trying to describe him to somebody and they were kind of like, yeah, I mean, it sounds okay. Like countryish, rockish, folkish. Ooh. 
And Ted's like, no, it's like, he's kind of like woke. And I was like, we don't use that word. No, not, no. Ranger Ted. The right wing stole it. No, no, no. Yeah. And so, and he was all, oh, so then he was embarrassed. And now he doesn't know how to describe him. But like, (laughs) he, um, he, like, there's this one great song that he does, um, and I will send it to you. See. But it's like, it, he is very self-aware. And it's like talk, talking in the song about things that he's like singing, singing about and thinking about from an album that came out just after COVID. And um, it's like, had enough of the white man's blues, had enough about singing about myself, mm. had enough about like all that garbage thinking about other people thinking about like what's going on in the world and like he's just a really interesting group dude so big thanks to ben is awesome erickson who works with jason and got us sweet tickets so so yeah we did a great drive we drove i'm just i promise i'll be done with this soon we drove through this area called the john day fossil beds and Mm. we went there like a month ago and um i sent the supernatural bear a postcard oh yes from this area Mm -hmm. so it's just like beautiful high desert like amazing like from a geologic perspective it's one of the air it's one of like the largest repositories or areas of um mammalian fossils in north america yeah so like they had lots of and what would happen is over you know there'd be like a million years and there would be um like whole ecosystems would come up and then there would be like um volcano crush everything oh. and then over a million years everything would come up and then volcano crush everything so it was this like pattern and um so it's and things are preserved really well because it's so dry and mm. arid and um so we drove kind of we skirted around that and we went through an area called um the painted is it painted hills painted cliffs and it's like stunning like striations of color from like the different like there's a lot of red from when there was um standing like shallow lakes and stuff there and the iron would sink to the bottom and then they dry up and then something else would come on top and then more red and so like it's just shockingly beautiful and so we stopped there it was a really fun drive to bend and back um so good times were had by all nice so so remind me when it's the hottest of the summertime where you're at Baker city, Mm -hmm. does it still go down to fifties or are we talking, or does it warm up a little bit? Yeah, it might go down to, um, like sixties. Like it's, it's because we're, because of the elevation, the nights are pretty like cool and nice. Nice. Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, ah, it's 52 degrees. And then later it's 90 degrees. So there is like a big spread, not like where you are, where it's like, it's just always hot. Yeah, we're, we're, we just entered that phase a couple of days ago, but it's been a, we, I just had a conversation with Maria, Smart Education, who's been a, a guest on Word to Your Mama. Uh, we've had a really cool summer so far here, like really cool, like just double digits, not even hot, too hot double digits, like bearable, nice, you know, pretty cool in the in the nighttime. But we're now where we're uh, it's triple digits in the day 
and like 90 degrees in the middle of the night. Oof. 80, 88 is the lo- was the low last night. I think like this morning I got three in the morning. So that's what I was wondering. Like, wow, that's awesome if it gets 90, but it gets to 60. So you get to relax and cool off in the evening and have a decent night's sleep. You don't have yeah. to run your AC all 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that helps too. That's, that sounds nice. One thing that's kind of <clears throat> weird here, I don't know if it's because of how far north we are, is that um, it doesn't, you know, like in California, Southern California, it's like, you know, between noon and three, that's when it's going to be the hottest. Right. And so you plan your day accordingly. Right. Here, it doesn't get till it's hottest until four or five. So mm. it's like a slow build. And so then like, you know, it's, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. It's one o'clock and it's only 80 degrees. And you're like, oh no, it's 90 degrees <laughs> three hours later. And, um, and so it cools off a little more slowly at night, but it does get really nice and cool at night. It's great. And you know, what's weird. And I'll, I'll look into this as well here in the desert. The hottest time is like about three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like it's not noon, like it would be in like LA, like LA, right? Yeah. When we were in LA, and here it's like, oh no, no, three o'clock, two thirty, get out of there! Like, no, don't be out! Like, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, uh, meteorological musings. Yes, we Next will nerd up. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know, you were very excited to nerd yeah. to take us down into the rabbit hole that you recently visited and, and yeah. into the beauty space. So I'm curious, yeah. what, what are we talking about? Um, okay. If you're a guy, hopefully you're a guy that likes to wear makeup. Otherwise this next part might be a little boring for you, but, um, although I'm going to talk a little bit about skincare. So everyone um, needs that. that. Be, everyone, everyone has skin. skincare. Largest if you're organ. A dude, yeah. <laughs> if you're a dude and you're not like rocking the skincare, come on. Get with the program. Get with the program, man. Um, so it started with my search for a lipstick. Okay. And, um, you know, it's like you're a woman, you like have your things you like, but you want to mix it up. You know, you want to be cool. Should have worn it for this. What was I thinking? And <laughs> um, I have been a real like ride or die for Glossier Generation G lipstick. Okay. Which to me, it's like you put it on, it's like a stain. It's real light. It looks really kind of natural. Right. Or you can like cake it on over and over and then it looks like boom, lipstick. <laughs> so um, I've, I've just been pretty devoted to that. But then I recently found something that a coworker recommended and it's um, Lady Gaga's House Labs. Mm-hmm. And it's the La Monster Lip Crayon, okay, which is matte. And like, you know how lots of times if you get like a darker matte color, A, it's super dry. Right. B, it like wears out on the inside of your C, lip C, and you look C. like a hag. Yeah. yeah. And in the corners too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The worst. No, this does not do that. And um, it comes in a bunch of kind of funky, to me, 90s reminiscent um, (laughs) colors that I like a lot. Okay. And I now own three of said Le Monster lip crayon pencils. Okay. And, you know, that'd be all well and good, but I actually recommended it to another person I work with and to one of my BFFs, Shea Shea Shea. And she was like, she's pretty... 
I don't want to say fussy, but she is pretty discerning. Right. And um, she was like, all right, I'm just going to roll the dice and buy this. I bought two of them. And like when, after she got it, she was like, oh my God, this stuff is the best. I was like, I know, right? And she was like, and she was like, I can never find a red that works for me. This red is amazing. And it's like, doesn't it looks matte but it doesn't feel matte Mm. and she's like oh looks so is the best ever so i was like that's right high five and like my coworker was like i love this because she bought the same one she's like you always have like the best lipstick in meetings and i was all i do is talk on the phone all day or on video calls (laughs) and um and i was like oh why don't you check this out so um la monster lip crayon for those of you who are looking to mix up your lip game and i'm a big fan of like I don't do much else. Right. But then you throw on like a really good lip and boom, it, it's a game look. changer. Game changer. Yeah. So what price? Because uh, I'm in I'm in the market. The mm-hmm. the red that used to be my go to red, Ruby Woo, right? I'm all of skin tone. So I need a blue undertone. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for maybe not a red. Maybe, you know, I'm uh, as you notice, I'm wearing if you if you don't see the video, I'm wearing a blue like I'm trying to get out of the black era. Like I still uh-huh. own a lot of black clothes, but I'm trying to mix it up, right? And I did one of those um, those things where it finds what your color is, and I'm a deep winter, right? And it tells you what all your colors are. How did you do that? I'm gonna send you. To do that. I'm gonna send you a link. You just upload your photo, and you, it asks you all the colors, and then it says this is it, and they're like, stay away from these colors. And I was like, oh, so these are one of my colors. Blue's always been one of my colors, but. Um, so I'm looking for like other shades that n- don't have to be red, right? But for mm-hmm. me, it's always been hard because of my undertone. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to try. For those listening, what is the price point? Because that could also be a determining factor. I think um, I'll need to double check. I think it's about 22. Oh, yes. That's perfect. That's a great price point. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm due. 22. 22 at Sephora, 18 at Amazon. Come on with it. Um, yeah, House Labs, Lady Gaga, La Monster Lip Crayon. It comes in like, it comes in some colors that I'm like, nah. But then I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. Who's to say? Why not? Who's Why not? to say? Exactly. Yeah. I tried uh, the House Labs um, concealer, maybe. And I don't like okay. concealers. I like a like a skin tint, but you know, I heard uh-huh. it was good. It didn't work for me, but okay. So I'm excited to try something else down, you know, in in the in the house labs crew. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I like I like her. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there you go. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned skin tints because that is another thing that I'm really into. I'm really into a sheer coverage, right. but like, give me some sunscreen, give me some shit that's good for my face right? and like something that I can just kind of either put in between my hands if I'm feeling wasteful and put on my face wasteful. or like dab on or whatever I'm doing. Right. And I've tried a zillion of these, including, I'm trying to think of the brand, um, oh, Cali Ray, which oh, I never is tried. I never heard of that. Cali Ray is by the woman who did um, uh, what was it called? Urban Decay oh. back in the day, and then this is her new brand, which is like, um, I it was like 
I was really into it. I got a sample of it at Sephora and then I went on the website and I was like, I can't do it. Like it's called like Kelly Ray, California beauty unfiltered. Like, all right, enough. And it's like (laughs) everything about it is so like the language that they, a dreamy. Okay. Okay. Oh no. A dreamy wellness. Oh, don't give me an ad. A dreamy wellness lifestyle made of clean makeup, dirty minds, and sexy sustainability. No. I was like, all of that. No. No. If it didn't say that shit on the website. So, um, but otherwise, there's their skin tint real good but i'm like i'm a real big fan of elia the elia skin tint Mm -hmm. that shit is great so highly recommend they have two one is like a serum that's lighter Uh and and doesn't have a lot of coverage and one that's got a little more coverage the little more coverage one is still super sheer oh my god it's like a, a don't leave home without it um product for me and I also just started using the Bright Start Retinol Alternative Eye Cream, mm. which you can, um, it's like a little under eye brightener, but it also has good stuff for you. Oh. I was never an eye cream person. I don't know. It just seemed fussy. Like, ugh. Um, and then, I don't know, probably like a year and a half ago, I was like, I have really crazy under eye circles. And I know that like, oh, I under eye stuff isn't supposed to help under eye circles. Well, I don't care what anyone tells me because I got stuff and it did. So <laughs> now, now I like fuck with like all kinds of different under, uh, under eye creams. And the current one I'm into is this Bright Start Elia eye cream. Uh, I will try. I'm always looking for a new eye cream. Right now I'm just using Trader Joe's just for some moisture, but it doesn't really do anything. Um, uh-huh. And I've tried a bunch. I've tried caffeines and the nothing really yeah, works. Yeah. So right now uh-huh. I'm just looking for, give me moisture, right? Give me some moisture because yeah. that's going to help me when I put my makeup on, you know, to to help it so it doesn't go up all up in the, the, the creases or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm all about a skin tint. I'm all about a like right now, my every day is bare minerals complex whatever. It's like a CC cream. It's mm-hmm. it's my perfect color. I don't got to do shit to it. SPF, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like anything and I'm good mm-hmm. to go. I tried the Say. It's a little more oily, but I do like it. And then Say just came out. They're super clean brand. And they just came out with um, a concealer that I'm going to try. Okay. <coughs> nice. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I will. I'll put some. Uh, I'll put some links. I'll put some links Sit. on. But um, I'm also going to send you some things and recommend them because uh, I think that some of the I I think for sure that there is a color in the La Monster lip crayon, which I want one in every color that you will be like, oh yeah, this is awesome for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, this summer we gotta, you know, liven it up. Like, yeah. put on some new colors and yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I love nerding out. If you guys are listening and you guys are oh no, you guys gotta try da 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 da, send it on over. DM it, email it, whatever. Like, we need to know yeah. all of this. And, and especially if it. you're like, oh, Ilya, because I remember early in the pandemic, it was a thing like Ilya, they clinked. It was something bad, but nothing bad where it stuck to them. So I don't know. So that's why I have never tried Ilya because of that, re- whatever yeah. reason it was back in the days. Um, So I don't know. But anyways, 
if you know of anything that, you know, behind the scenes we need to know, let us know. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, okay, so what about the TVs? What what are we talking about? What have we been nerding out about in this realm? Well, I think that since we last talked, that Ted Lasso is done. See. Okay. So we both probably watched Ted Lasso. Yeah, but I don't, I think you had it. I don't even think you were in the. I might have been behind. So behind. Yeah. So that we never talked about. Okay. I'm excited. Let's talk about it. I I wasn't that behind. I was really behind on secession. Oh, I wasn't that behind. I wasn't that behind on Ted Lasso. Okay. I thought that here is my, you know, super hot take that will probably surprise no one. Um, I thought that like the very first season of Ted Lasso was amazing. And then like every subsequent season was not as good as the last one, but still really good. Mm, mm, and mm. I, and so I, the first half of the last season, I was like, this is not great. Like, I like it. It's comforting. It's comfort food. Yes. It's not bad at yeah. all. I'm going to keep watching it. But I was pleased to see that I thought the last few episodes like kind of ended on a high note for Ted Lasso. And I thought that the, the season ender was really good. Yes. Yeah, same. It it was yeah the first first season. I agree. I concur. And then I just love it. And I was like, how are they going to wrap it up and not make me uh-huh. upset? And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm hoping they do a spinoff. I'll watch that shit. I'll watch all of the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. I'll do all of them. Yeah, same here. Um, and the last season did have like a couple episodes that I loved. Um, like for instance, this is the very random going to Amsterdam um, episode where we had um, Jamie and um, Roy. Yes. Uh, and they were like having their male bonding and like working through their issues. And I thought that was really cute. We had Rebecca meeting the hunky Dutchman and yes. all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a fun episode. I like this. Yes. But one th- one thing I thought was interesting is that um, they gave Jason Sudeikis apparently like control of the writer's room for the last season. Mm. And um, apparently there was a lot of behind the scenes drama because it was not working so well. Mm. And that was part of the reason for some of the issues with the last season including the fact that it took like so long to get it into production because they couldn't get finalized scripts oh wow a little bit behind the scenes drama wow Mm -hmm. yeah but they pulled Um, it off and we love it it Mm -hmm. and i was thinking that uh you know uh to fill the void i would re-watch from the beginning Oh, how's that going? I haven't started. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, one thing that I saw that I thought was um, really cool is, of course, I had to go and like read all of the reviews and what people were saying right. after the last episode. And there were a lot of callbacks to earlier episodes a, and stuff. A huge. That, a like, much of which I missed completely. Totally. And so that was, that was cool to be like, oh, oh, I remember. Oh, like all of yes. that was great. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. 
there are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm Down, Hell Yeah, and Please Believe It. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. Tip top. I didn't have to read anything because they just showed it to me. They're like, this was a callback to this. And I was like, oh my God, so many callbacks. It was it was uh-huh. awesome. And I was like, oh shit, I remember. That's why I was that's what prompted me to be like, you know what? Now that it's over, take a little break. And then mm-hmm. when there's nothing, any shows that I'm like super excited about, then I will start it up again and it'll be like my in-between. And I'm excited to 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 see the the little the little gems, the little callbacks again. Uh-huh. And see the progression. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Ted Lasso, one for the books. One for the books. One for good the job, books. Good job, folks. Yeah, good job. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. What and else? I think that we've been trying to find something to sort of fill the um, the hole in our heart where Ted Lasso lived. And um, there are a few things that have started. Like, I'm really into Silo on Apple, but Ranger Ted is not. Surprise, okay. surprise. Right. Um, if it, it was a really good series of books the first one was self-published probably came out close to 20 years ago called wool uh w-o-o-l the the whole like silo world is based on and um if anyone hasn't seen it and you like sci-fi like check it out it's really it's very I can't wait because I know how the book ends because I read it. So I can't wait to see. I never read any of the ensuing books. I I never knew that there were more books. So I haven't had a chance to read that. One second. Um, Did you hear that? Did you hear my stomach? Was that your stomach? Yes. Oh, my God. I heard that. I was like, did a motorcycle go by outside? And then when you said, did you hear that? I was like, was there an earthquake? (laughs) It's been doing this since we started recording. And I, I was just like, I'm just going to leave it. I was like, maybe she doesn't hear it. But then I was like, no, she must no, I, hear it. I for real heard that. Yeah, that's what my stomach. There? I'm just, I'm usually not hungry at this time because I don't eat in the morning. <laughs> right. And I don't eat lunch till like 12, 1230. But my stomach is saying something different. And that's how I was <laughs> I was like, whoa, is that because this is a good mic? Is that picking up? So, <laughs> yeah, no, it picked up. Yeah. I, so. I literally, I thought it was like a car or a motorcycle going by. And then when you said, did you hear that? I was like, oh my God, there's a natural disaster. That's what that was. <laughs> no, no natural disaster, folks. Just my stomach. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. It's good, good, it's good stuff. Um, okay. Uh, so, so, Silo, Silo. you yeah, know, watch it. <laughs> Um, the only other thing that we can seem to agree on is prehistoric planet. Is anybody watching this? What? Are you watching this? I, I no on silo because I'm waiting okay. to see. Like I, okay. if there's another season and people are raving about it, maybe. Okay. What you just said, what just came out of your mouth, I have never heard that in my life. I don't know what it is. It's on Apple TV. Uh. And it's um, Richard At- Richard Attenborough, right? The like British guy who does the nature stuff. Sir know. Richard, At- I don't know how embarrassing I should know that. But it's like a 
a nature documentary, only it's about dinosaurs and it's all like CGI animation. Oh, I will watch it. Supernatural Bear and I will watch it. You would love it. Yeah. And like, we are super into it. And although at least three times during an episode or more, we'll be watching. We'll super riveted. And, um, and then like, they'll say something. We'll be like, how do they know that? (laughs) <laughs> they don't know that they don't know that <laughs> like they may they like drop some stuff and you're like how do they know that no way <laughs> so um some of it is extrapolation because then i had to go online and find out how do they know that right they don't know that and they were like well we base it on like species that are similar today mm. so some of it is extrapolation imagination a little bit right so there is an element of that that you're like they don't know that <laughs> And we'll see how many times you say that while you watch an episode. Okay. But yeah, it, it's like, I think that it's hilarious that we just, we so cannot find something to watch together that we're, that we're like, we'll watch dinosaur documentaries. <laughs> so that's what we watch. And um, also the other thing that trips me out about this one, is anybody watching this? I feel like if you like to get high, this is your show. Um, Like all of the dinosaurs look so much like each other. Were there only like, four kinds of dinosaurs <laughs> right it's a there's big like ass big world ones. big ass yeah. world yeah there's the big ones with big bodies and long skinny necks okay we all know those we all know those Bron- yeah brontosaur kind of thing right right there are ones with giant hind legs and little itty bitty front legs that are t-rex style right and also i feel like I feel like, you know, big paleontology. I don't like, I don't know that I'm buying this whole, like they have these little itty bitty front legs that do nothing. Right. Like you don't think that there's an evolutionary benefit to having front arms and that they were just like, oh, fuck it. We don't need it. We have like raw big, big head. Yeah. I don't know. Who's Maybe say? we just haven't figured it out yet. So maybe we, we haven't have found bones. all the bones. Yes. <laughs> maybe Look the more bones. Maybe the bones to extend the arms or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. And then, or maybe they, I yeah, I'm baffled by that. So then you got those, then you got like pterodactyl style things. And then you got like things with big plates of armor. Yeah. So like those are the four kinds and every dinosaur is a variation on those. It seems like it kind of in some ways sort of a boring time to live. Yeah. But, you know, it was good for them, I guess, until a comet came along or in the case of one episode, um, mosquitoes drained all of their blood. What? How do they know? How do they know? How do they know? So, yeah, go. And like, I am telling you, there will be like... You know, there's always, this is why I don't watch nature documentaries as I've gotten older, even though they're so like, anymore, they're so beautiful, like planet earth and whatever. Planet earth. is Yeah. Yeah. Is like when they show like something getting hunted and killed and eaten. How do they know? For some reason, it just breaks my heart now and I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And even on this show, when they show like little baby dinosaurs and like a bigger dinosaur is going to eat it. I'm like, (laughs) and it's all CGI. (laughs) And they don't know. How do they know? Maybe <laughs> they that's not what know. happened at all. They don't and know. They don't know. Um, okay, I will check that out for sure. For sure, put a link. We'll have a link. Um, and then going back to Ted Lasso, because of Ted Lasso and how much we love Roy, I love Roy, and love the actor, comedian, writer extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I went and finally watched uh, Shrinking. Oh, how is that? Lovely. Okay. I recommend. And my okay. stomach just went again. 
No, you could totally hear that. Yeah. It sounded <laughs> like a dinosaur. Yeah, I think it yeah, I, yeah. There it was. There it is. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Do you need to like go take a break and like get a little get a it little will, it won't help it. Like I'm not even hungry. Like I'm not even my stomach is hungry, but like I don't feel like eating anything. Okay. <laughs> so crazy. Um, so yeah, I recommend shrinking. I gobbled okay. it up maybe a couple of weekends ago. I had a like pause and something and then I just gobbled it up in, in between shit and I'm excited okay. for the for the the next season and um yeah I recommend and Jessica Williams who was on the daily show and then she was on um she did this uh she had a podcast that was that a stage show she is this breakout star she steals the show. She's amazing. I, I'm i obsessed with her. I want to watch her in anything she does. I want to know everything about her. And she's fantastic. And her rapport huh. with with um, Harrison Ford is great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So I recommend. Good to know. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I swore to you that I would have done by the next time we watched, yes. and I don't, is oh. secession. <laughs> Here's the thing that I learned. You can't binge secession or if you're the kind of person who can binge secession, I don't know that I want to be hanging out with you too much because like I could watch like two episodes back to back. And then I was like, it's a lot. It's a, I could, I could see that because I haven't binged it. I could see that. Yeah. It's like, I need queer eye and like, I need, I need the podcasts about secession so I can like, Yes. Kind of break it, break it down in my mind, but it's just too much to binge back to back. It's no, like it's too you. intense. I'll it's like some you. of the feelings and, and everything. It's like, yeah, no, I need a break. Like, right. but I'm I'm almost done with the final season. Okay, so maybe next I have like month three episodes left. Oh, perfect. Yes, so next sure. month we'll do it. But for so, sure. are you listening to the official HBO am, podcast? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love I know it. I wasn't, and then uh, and that was another. That's another reason it makes it hard to binge because I want to watch it and then I want to listen to that right before I watch the next one. So then it's like, okay, well now I need to go. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go on a hike and I'm going to listen to it, but I'm doing the hike tomorrow, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's like even more time. Right. But listening to it is so um, so interesting, and um, I was doing. I've been doing a bunch of like reading about it and like kind of savoring it a bit. Yeah. And the one thing that I was, I read in, is that your stomach again? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this will forever be the episode where Ritzy's stomach growled. Episode name. <laughs> um, what's his name? Kendall, Jeremy something or another? Yeah. Too much. Um, reading interviews uh, or like features about him. Wow, that guy. That guy is. Well, uh, just wait till I, on these episodes, listening to the podcast where he's on. It's just like, yo, those those um, oh, I can't wait. articles. You're like, no, for sure. You take yourself way too serious. Like you're like deep too into seriously. your shit. Like, yeah. get over it. That's a, like Mr. Smelling Your Own Farts. Yeah, 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 for sure. Totally. Get over it. But what what I do think is interesting is like <clears throat> apparently um the woman who plays Siobhan, um You look alike? She 
kind of yeah like i there was something somebody said recently when i was on a, on a phone call they were like you just did something that reminded me of siobhan right, on, right. what's on what's it called secession um but apparently like even in like the super intense and for those of you who have seen the final season yeah. about a third of the way in the super intense seat like really long drawn out scene and stuff that she's in yeah and like and the directors would, would say, like, afterwards, they'd be like, cut. And she'd be like, how was it? Do you want another one? <laughs> and they were like, how are you so, like, like sobbing? And then, how was it? Do you want another one? Yeah. And um, and then also, apparently, I appreciate the fact that everyone thinks that the guy, Kendall, the actor, is really annoying. And apparently, Kieran Culkin hated working with him. <laughs> and which I think is really funny. But also that um in some article I read, they would say that like he loved to like hang out with the writers and be like like he would show up early and be like, let's run some of these lines. Help me with this. Like where is it coming from? And they like they were like, oh he was such a joy to work with because he just really wanted to like get the like because he really has i think some of the best lines anyway right. and he just like really wanted to nail them and like is he say like when he says this is it funny or when he says it is it awkward right and like and like and they were like wow kieran culkin was just like a total treat to work with and was like so into the writing and like you know help me make sure that my performance is right for this and like, that i'm capturing right. what you're doing and they really appreciated him so it's yeah it's been fun doing the like you know kind of trying to catch up on all of the nerding out behind the scenes stuff with the yeah, cast. My favorite. HBO, I will give that to them. They do an amazing job with their podcast for their show. They're like, there's going to be all these people trying to do it, but why don't we just do it ourselves? Have yeah. the writers, have directors, actors, have people that are come from that world. I love it. So like, Succession, yeah. boom, listen to those. Um, what is that? Uh, Turn of the century, New York one. I always forget the name. Oh, yeah. Um, Ugh, I always forget the name, but I'm so excited. It's coming back to season. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. But yeah, listen like to that one. that one. Super informative. Like they have like the best experts and, you know, because especially for that one, because it's based on true shit like that's mm -hmm. a, the, the the families and you know what the, it's just fascinating to me and they do such a good job with their podcast i'm very appreciative of their podcast situation yeah although i'm not really appreciative of max well you're gonna get rid of H hbo like you're gonna get rid of hbo yeah like and now it's like I go there and it's like, oh, I want to watch Secession. And I have to scroll through a bunch of like ice road truckers and shit before I get. I'm like, no, but what is, this is not it. This is not it. No. Yeah. It's like, it's so annoying. Fuck change. <laughs> um, And so what are like, there are some new things that we really want to watch. Yeah. Um, and we're like, like, I was like, oh, the righteous gemstones are back. Okay, great. And so right. like that, that's like, okay, great. Although I haven't enjoyed this season all that much yet. We're a few episodes in. Um, what about you? What are you watching? So I gobbled up the bear. Is it done? It's, I mean, they put it out. You could. Oh, they put it all yeah, out. Yeah, they put once. it all okay. out. 
Um, I gobbled it up and uh, yeah, amazing, fantastic. Okay. Um, they pulled it off coming with the sophomoric, you know, uh, hitting it out the park. Is that how you say it? Um, it, yeah. it's super, it's <sighs> Christopher Storr, the, the writers, the, the actors. Oh, your friend? Yeah, my friend. Um, it's just amazing. I was just like, fuck. I can't wait to watch it. That's on, that's, that's a like, I just found out like a week ago. I was like, wait, the bear's out. We got to watch it. So you, so you <coughs> finished the first season. Yeah. Okay. I liked it a lot. And, and that's something that Ranger Ted watched. Yes. He didn't like it at first, but I liked it so much. I was like, well, I'm going to keep watching it. So you're either going to watch it with me or right. you're going to have to, I don't know, go sit in the other room and think about what you've done. Right. So he was like, all right. But then about halfway through, he really liked it. Well, I'm excited to see what you guys think of this season. It is fantastic. And um, yeah. I'm super excited about it uh, to, for another season, hopefully. And, you know, just, I, you know, now with the, like with the tip top and the articles, reading the articles, seeing the behind the scenes on YouTube yeah. from, from yeah. actual people. And then the tip tops of like, you know, what do we think? So I'm, ex- I'm excited to discuss with you the, uh, the different theories and the different things. But Ooh. they did something where they had like, um, no spoilers, but they did like individual kind of like focus episodes for uh-huh. their journeys and I stuff. He- I did hear that. Uh huh. And there was this one, one of them, I was just like, I don't care. And then I watched it. I was like, fuck. Of I course. Care. I care. This was fantastic. Uh-huh. And I was okay. like, you, you did it. You did it. And I was like, if you do that to me, if you were able to turn me around on this person, then I'm, I'm good. So yeah. So fantastic. Um, uh, the use, you know, Christopher Storer, and I forget the, his name, the, the other guy who they also do the the, the music supervision. Uh-huh. They did a great job again. They use a Pearl Jam song in a fantastic way. You'll notice exactly when you see it. The, okay. the only gripe, and I talked to, um, she goes on Twitter by Immigrant Daughter. Her name is Antares. And we had a discussion. She She works in TV. And so we were, she's like, did you watch that? And we were talking about the bear and I was telling her the whole thing, how I love it. And I was like, the music said, I go, but there was this thing where the music was still playing for a long time in the scene, but it wasn't because they were listening to it. And it was, it, it was a, the first couple of episodes. It didn't happen throughout the season, but it was really distracting. It was bothering me so much. So that was the only thing. But other than that, hmm. it was fantastic. Okay, good. I can't wait. I am excited. I kind of wished that they would do it where it comes out weekly, a la Succession, you know? Yeah. To kind of like, to, you know, stretch it out. But, but yeah, I, 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 you put them out for me and I love it. I'm going to watch them all. Uh huh. So, yeah. <laughs> I just started, um, I had, uh, when was it? The last long weekend. Maybe it was like Juneteenth weekend. And, um, but I was sick. I had, um, I think, I don't know if I had like food poisoning or something, but I had like probably 36 hours where I just couldn't eat and like throw up a couple of times. Not great. Um, and that was when, that was when I realized for sure that you can't 
binge secession <laughs> because especially feeling like that, I was like, Mm-mm. and I was like, I guess I'm going to have to watch the entire um, most recent season of Queer Eye. So I did that. Um, and the other thing that I started was Arcane, which is, I'm not a big anime person. I like, mm. I kind of wish I was, I right. guess. Like, same, same. I wish that I had more appreciation, but I heard, um, so much about Arcane when it came out maybe a, a year and a half ago. It's based on League of Legends and, and which is also a video game property. I know nothing about except that people are obsessed with it. And, um, so I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. An animated League of Legends? I don't think so. But people were like, no, no, you don't have to have, like, the animation's beautiful and you don't have to know anything about League of Legends to appreciate it. Mm. So I've watched, like, the first three or four episodes and it's kind of okay. It's like, it feels a little junk foodie. Now, you anime nerds don't come for me, but it feels a little junk foodie, like, I guess, maybe because I don't love League of Legends. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, this is like, it's not like, oh my God, this is my favorite character and it's their whole backstory. Like, I just don't care. <laughs> so um, I'll keep you posted. Maybe it will become more compelling for me. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, TBD. TBD. Um, going into movies real quick to wrap it on up. Uh, the Supernatural Bear and his father and I went to go see Transformers Rise of the Beast D-Box. <laughs> And okay. for the Supernatural Bears review, since he doesn't do Supernatural Bear Corner for the Nerd Out episodes, you can listen to the last episode, which was, I believe, if you go back to episode 135 with Courtney Running Fox, this amazing Blackfoot artist. In that Supernatural Bear Corner, he gives his review. It was so much fun. The soundtrack alone is a winner. And uh, I recommend. Totally recommend. Okay. Uh, we ha- we were late to see it because the Supernatural Bear was sick when the premiere when it premiered, and so okay. that has uh, impacted our um, Spider Man across mm-hmm. the Spider Verse viewing. So we haven't seen it yet. Hmm. Um. But I did, and it was great. Did you cry? Were there tears? No, like the first one to me, I think probably because like, I didn't really know. I was just like, oh, there's a new animated Spider-Man. I mean, I'll I'll watch anything. So like, I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'll go see that. And I like just sat there with my jaw on my lap the entire time being like the animation, the music, the story, all of it. Right. So good. So like human and fantastic and amazing and right. like everything a comic book movie should be. So I kind of had a little bit of a sense of what I was getting myself into with this one. Um, But it was still, it was great. It was so beautifully done. The artwork is amazing. It's like, I was trying to explain it to Ranger Ted. So I was like, do you want to go see this with me? And he was like, I don't like animation. I was like, this isn't like your everyday. This isn't like, you know, a cartoon. I mean, it is. But I was like, this is like, this is art this is like psychedelia. This is like, whoa. And he was like, well, you're, you've kind of intrigued me, but no. So I, I, and it was all of those things and really enjoyable. And then of course I forgot that it was the first of a two part, like there's three total. <laughs> and, the, and then, so I was like, how the hell are they going to wrap this up? This movie's so long. And then, um, yeah, it was like, oh, 
cliffhanger until the next one comes out whenever that is next year. So yeah, but it was, I thought it was great. I loved, um, his mom reminds me a little bit of you. Oh, really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's, she's cool and funny and, and like is loves her kid. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. So it was, it was really good. Loved it. Loved all of the Spider-Mans. So many Spider-Men. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I heard that some of my friends said that, you know, there was a little bit of chopping onions, a little bit of tears, a little bit of, you know, lumps in the throat. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely tugs at the heartstrings for me. You know, I'm normally a crier, but there is nothing that made me cry. I'm sure they will in the next one. (laughs) Cool. Always. There's always something. And right now I wish that I had pulled this. Um, up sooner I'm reading a really interesting book just to leave um, just to leave everyone with uh, a little book suggestion for some summer reading um, there is a woman her name is Rebecca Roanhorse who is a um, a writer who wrote a book called Trail of Lightning that I read in 2018 or 2019 that I raved about here and loved she is a um, Navajo Diné, mm. and um, she writes about like it's sort of fantasy, mythology, science fiction, I guess. Okay, um, but it's all around like Native American. Um, right now, the the book that I'm reading, Black Sun is a um it's about pre it's sort of roughly really it's like some mythology it takes place in like you know much in the same way that like um game of Thrones takes takes place in like you know maybe kind of europe england medieval sort of era Uh uh-huh only different this is a sort of pre-columbian um you know mesoamerican-ish and it's a fantasy book and um it's the first in a trilogy and it's called Black Sun and it is um super great. I'm like halfway through it. Awesome summer read. Highly recommend Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse, although everything that she writes is great. And I just saw when I looked it up online to make sure that I had her first name, that she also wrote one of um the Star Wars books. Cause you know there's like a zillion of those. Mm. So um, she wrote one that has Poe Dameron in it, a.k.a. her baby daddy, Oscar Isaac. (laughs) So, yeah, she's like a Star Wars nerd, too. She's pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet, man. All right. So uh, that was... uh, I feel like you need to go get some food. Yeah, my my stomach, I guess. I guess. Um, You betrayed me. You have betrayed me. (laughs) (laughs) one for the books it's it's um you know you i and guest starring my stomach Mm -hmm. never say that we don't have special guests on the podcast right right all right um i guess that's it then hey that's it i hope uh everybody's enjoying their summer yes yes um all right then until next time peace out nerds Make sure to follow Where's Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app.